good old days when we could see each other in person. Wow, I feel so nostalgic for it. Whoa! In public? <laughs> uh, welcome to How Do We Human? This is the podcast where we talk about all of the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. And I'm one of your hosts, Seven Cox. And today we're going to be talking about nostalgia. It is something that a lot of people seem to have. Whatever for... happened to predictability? <laughs> something that i think a lot of people have and for um a, a lot of different things maybe it's uh, uh times in their lives uh, yeah. now i've had the time of my life mm. um or maybe it's just for movies and and other media people yeah. get have that nostalgia for them but before we get into any whoa, of that whoa 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 <laughs> evan uh, who hmm I know every single episode you ask who when I say your name, but Evan, hmm? I want to know how you doing. Oh me, I'm I'm doing. I'm uh, I might as well be walking on the sun. Uh, oh yeah, Smash Mouth. Yes, I'm an all star. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One more Smash Mouth song. <laughs> I'm a cover of I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm, I'm a little bit of a monkey's cover. <laughs> um, I have officially received my first vaccination. Wow. For the COVID. Whoa, uh, we're halfway there. Whoa. Whoa. Pfizer and Moderna. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so hey, you know, shot through the arm and shot you were to play. <laughs> it only takes one shot. That's the Johnson yeah. Johnson theme. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, old. Do not miss your chance to go outside. <laughs> yes, go to a movie. <laughs> uh, so you, if you're on any of the social medias, you know people are. You, you, they get that vaccine, and they're like, oh, to take out a picture of their arm and a band-aid, and they're like, go, do, 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 that's the thing to do. And I've always, just me being me and not <laughs> liking social media very much, I've always been like, I'm not going to fucking do that. And then well, it, yeah, because that's even how you were with the, like, I voted yeah, sticker. Yeah, I don't Like, I'm never going to post that. Oh, I need attention for. <laughs> and they're like, it's, you're spreading awareness. It's like, to who? <laughs> right. I have 130 followers, and they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, when, when the time came and I got it, I was just beaming. I was so fucking happy. And it, I, I ended up writing something it just in my story because it, it was a situation of like, and I'll say it again for any Californians out there, just go to Bakersfield. It's an hour and a half drive, uh, but it's the quickest <laughs> you'll get a shot. And they're accepting walk-ins, Cal State University, Bakersfield. It was a delightful experience. Um, they're accepting walk-ins. <laughs> Unlike this podcast, which is not accepting walk-ins at this time. Oh, <laughs> get out of here, walking. <laughs> uh, I found myself 
in that age-old position of feeling like I should make a post on social media because I wanted yeah. to I wanted to shout out these Bakerfield maniacs just rocking it. <laughs> they were all so fucking nice and friendly, and it all went so fast. It was so awesome, and I ended up not doing that <laughs> because I realized you had told me ahead of time that there could be arm pain involved yes. and that you can choose your arm and that I had yes. that in my head like, okay, perfect. I'm not going to choose my uh, dominant arm, which is right. I'm going to choose my submissive <laughs> arm, <laughs> oh, yeah. which is my left, <laughs> which is my, my other arm. And... Uh, <laughs> the problem I realized after I got it and was thinking of taking a picture is like that. I feel like everybody's got the, but maybe that's just me projecting. <laughs> I've just got a really unsightly patch of hair that grows faster than other hairs on my body on my shoulder right where I got the shot. And as soon as I like lifted my sleeve to get the shot, I'm like, oh man, I it, it like it's gross to say, but it's like, hey, I normally shave it. <laughs> like, it's just it's a weird it's gross. I don't like it. It's uh, the hairs get long and curly. Uh so I found myself there like, well there that's where the band-aid is. I could <laughs> take a photo with my hairy patch and be embarrassed or just not do it. And I chose not to because I'm ashamed of my body. <laughs> you got any hairy patches? Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Um, I also kind of on my upper arm. Um, I don't know if it's on my submissive arm <laughs> or my dominant arm, but uh, but I do have um, like I've got a mole, and the one little mole has like one hair that just loves to grow. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> Now we're getting, this is this an episode? <laughs> hair part two. <laughs> hair part two. <laughs> but that's like, I, I've, I don't have chest hair, period, which is weird. <laughs> but just, I have like three that all just grow out of the center of my chest. And if I'm not paying attention, they'll get long. Uh, and it's weird. See, my chest hair is um, like not centered on my frame. <laughs> you know, it's like... It's like it's kind of centered, but it's more on one side. Interesting. In like a in like a wispy patch. Wow. So, yeah, uh, listeners, if you uh, still wanted those shirtless photos of the two of us, let yeah. us know. <laughs> we know that you've been begging for them, but that might we just want you to have all the facts. Uh, yes. Before yeah. you really commit we to might that have decision. just dumped a, a, a pail of water on the idea. But <laughs> it was this hot. Well, it was going to be behind the paywall of our <laughs> Patreon subscriber. Can I ask you a question? You can. How you doing? Doing okay. Um, you know, it's this is crazy to say because Ooh. it's only 71 degrees outside. Oh, it yeah. feels like it's fucking hot. It's making me uncomfortable how much hotter I feel like it is. It's been yeah. all week that I'm yeah. like, certainly it's 95. <laughs> totally. Like, at the very least, 85. Yeah. It's not. It's not even close. And it's going to get that hot. <laughs> it's going to get beyond that It's going to get 100 degrees. We're going to be hoping to get back to 71 degrees, but... Um, Whatever happened to the 71, 71 degrees? <laughs> um, I, as I was driving home today, though, I I tried to take a picture, but it, it, it was too 
too quick and um i and you only got one shot <laughs> uh, yeah do not miss your chance to go take this photo of a man skateboarding Ooh. in full star wars mandalorian armor god damn <laughs> with a little plush uh baby yoda grogu strapped to his chest wow that's just, I, uh, that's amazing it's pretty sweet and i started, <laughs> but at the same time like bro you gotta be sweating under there there's no way that that is uh, yeah, a well ventilated way to not only be outside but also exercise while you while you're skating hey yeah and how can you I, see out of the helmet because you're you're skating along busy streets obviously oh, for yeah, the attention but like that. this seems yeah. dangerous <laughs> I mean, I I always feel that way just about like people that will uh, cosplay like that at like Comic Con, and that's yeah. air conditioned. <laughs> I'm like, that right. looks fucking hot. Yes. <laughs> uh, ugh. Yeah. Physical activity outside in L.A. Wearing that? No, thank you. No, no, no. Uh, but you have uh, made me pine for back when I first saw the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, you get a nostalgic for that Disney plus content. Getting nostalgic for a month ago. <laughs> when I finally caught up to the Mandalorian. <laughs> you and me were both slow to the Mandalorian. We were both very okay. slow. <laughs> Just a couple of weary star Wars fans. Yeah. We kept being We've been told, through a lot lately. We kept being told this is the way. And we were like, we'll see. No, trust us, this one's good. <laughs> uh, it was. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, let's uh, let's dig into this, this bullshit. <laughs> you got a lot of shit to plow through. I, I feel like nostalgia... Nostalgia... It feels so fucking good. It's a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. It's pure evil. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I think nostalgia is the greatest villain in our lives. Yeah, probably. Some truth to that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. So, like, I, I think this, for me, this episode is going to be, like, very two-sided. One side is me being nostalgic for things and loving the things I'm nostalgic for and how warm and happy that makes me. And the other side is, like, realizing how much anxiety that produces in me <laughs> interesting uh, i got some thoughts uh, see i guess for me it'll be like things i'm nostalgic for and things that i think it's stupid other people are nostalgic for yeah i maybe I'm trying to figure out where we should start i guess i guess it'll because i'm I, I go there too we're hey we got we're gonna have some hot takes <laughs> oh yeah not yet <laughs> you wait around you think uh, 71 degrees is hot wait yeah. for these takes <laughs> 72 degrees these a takes are gonna be flying out of us like hot cakes Ooh, takes and cakes takes and cakes <laughs> uh so that's what just... i call turks and caicos <laughs> Call <laughs> what? <laughs> Turks and Caicos. What are those? Those are the islands. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Where? I think it's in the Caribbean. Let me pull it up. I've never been to the Caribbean. Me neither. Hmm. Turks and Caicos Islands is an archipelago of 40 low-lying coral islands in the Atlantic Ocean 
a British overseas territory southeast of the Bahamas. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> and had I been there in the past, I would be nostalgic for that trip. That actually yeah, those photos. And this is a perfect example and a perfect segue. You showing me those island photos? Oh, that makes me nostalgic for when I went to Maui and it looked like that and was beautiful and perfect <laughs> in every way you could imagine it. Uh, and then you stop and say, like, well, wait, was it? <laughs> was it or am I just remembering the good parts? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never been to Hawaii. I would love to go. I recently rewatched Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's as close uh, as I've gotten. That's also great. See, and I'm glad that you say that because I remembered like loving that movie. Yeah. And I watched it frequently between the years 2011 and like 2014. Yeah. And then I hadn't watched it I don't think until a couple weeks ago when my girlfriend was uh, browsing my movie collection and was like let's watch this one yeah um and we watched it and i was like i remember like i still liked the movie but yeah. i remember laughing a lot more uh seven years ago <laughs> yeah like that's a part of it like the combination of and i i haven't seen that movie in particular i'm not commenting specifically on the movie uh i loved that movie in theaters but that that's a a there's so many factors that play with nostalgia this is what i'm talking about a if you see a movie a comedy in particular if you see a comedy in theaters when it came out you you aren't you don't know any of the jokes coming unless they showed them all in the trailer of course you don't know any of the jokes coming there's a laugh track along with you you're with other people believe it or not uh, it's coming again. We'll we'll see a movie someday. <laughs> but so there's that like community warmth of a bunch of people all laughing together at this movie, and then I've done that plenty with comedies, even just back to back, where it's like I saw it in theaters, fucking loved it, watched it on DVD, and was like, what? Yeah, was I laughing at? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but uh, and then there's also the fact of like. B, over the years, we grow, and our senses of humor change ever so slightly. Yeah. Uh, every however many years. And then C, movies change. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, like, all that was before it was the in the, like, Apatow-verse, which was that kind of sense of humor, was 40-Year-Old Virgin and Knocked Up. Right. Which I loved both of, uh, and saw Knocked Up in theaters, loved it. Uh, and then that came out, and it was like, I don't know, this one's not directed and written and directed by Judd Apatow. I don't know, but I like that Jason Segel guy. And it was amazing. It's probably the best out of all of those. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Uh, but now, so many movies are following that structure and that humor. And, and it's just like the, the Apatow productions mold of like... It's a comedy with heart, and it's a little bit too long. (laughs) I don't know why that has to be a part of the model, but it sure as shit is. It's a two and a half hour comedy with with room for heart. (laughs) It's only so long because of its enlarged heart. (laughs) But so, like, I feel like that just like kind of dulled it to where it's like. 
you get used to yeah how when to expect things i, yeah. I don't know yeah yeah i think that that makes sense um thank you th- <laughs> yeah, yeah you're welcome <laughs> that doesn't make any sense <laughs> That was pure nonsense. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, what God. are things you're nostalgic for, Evan? Let's hit those tops. Honestly, at this point, I think, and hey, we're, we're teasing you. We're getting ever closer to talking shit. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think it was my negative reaction to seeing how certain people in my life would be nostalgic about movies and music to a certain degree where I'm thinking internally like that wasn't that good (laughs) that I think there are a lot of movies that had I not felt that way I would be very nostalgic for and media that I would be very nostalgic for I guess in the media world, my nostalgia would be maybe more television related, just because TV's so so different now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but other than that, it, it's I'm I'm one of those. I look back. I look back at my life. You love to I roll go, back. I love to roll back. And to mix another previous episode, like I love to look back at that time. That oh, it was. Me and all my best friends, and we were having a blast, and I was the most depressed I'd ever been in my life. <laughs> like, is that is that high school you're you're referring pretty to? Pretty much, it... like late years high school. Yeah, like I, I it's a years ages seventeen to twenty. Okay, and I'd be like, oh yeah, that was the best. It's the best time of my life. No, it wasn't. <laughs> right, and I, it's funny you say that because I was wondering the same thing about myself. Yeah, because I I like I I feel nostalgic for school I guess because of a there's a, such a structure to it yeah and that I can appreciate I can appreciate the structure knowing what I'm going to uh, be doing who I'm going to see the fact that I don't have any expenses yeah <laughs> um, <clears throat> those like three things i feel nostalgic for but i was trying to remember is that when i was at my most depressed or not yeah um and the answer is maybe but i don't know for sure because it may have been it's either then or it's like shortly after moving to los angeles i think maybe mm, yeah a year and a half into that move is maybe when i started to feel it more so but i mean i just there's that structure of school and the guarantee that you will see your friends <laughs> you totally. know what i mean like yeah i i'd never thought about it in exactly the the friends part in exactly that way but yeah like like i i've definitely thought about that like yeah it is nice to just have that structure in your day and you know but and then even that you think back and it's like well i never liked going to class right <laughs> like, exactly <it> sucked <laughs> what a terrible structure but like yeah just the guarantee unless someone was out sick <laughs> right having that guarantee of like yeah i see my friends all the time i have to <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's great. It's the best. 
but that uh, is going to spin me off to this. I was reading a blog. <laughs> okay. Not uh, written by a dog. This then I'm not, not interested. Well, it is written. <laughs> it's better. It's better. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I desperately looked around this blog. I think it's just a Tumblr blog or something to figure out why is it called this. <laughs> <laughs> this blog is called the Stuffed Man. <laughs> okay. Okay. I I I can't figure it out. Uh, the Stuffed Man. Come in and get stuffed. Come in and get stuffed is what come it says. In, come in and get stuffed. And this blog is just mostly eh, poetry, <laughs> lyrics, certain little thoughts. I, I don't know. But, okay. Uh, shout out to the stuffed man. <laughs> he wrote a blog in, I think it was 2014, that I thought was very interesting because I was looking up kind of links between, like I was just talking about nostalgia and anxiety and depression and like is that related and he's uh, there's a there's a few articles i was finding of just people just writing about that like yeah there there's a link between that but the way this guy wrote it was interesting to me uh, so i'm just going to read this first little part uh nostalgia anxiety and depression i'm rather well acquainted with these three ideas i believe nostalgia and anxiety are linked closely together bound by a central idea certainty while depression is both a cause and result of nostalgia and anxiety Nostalgia is for the past, anxiety is for the future, and depression bridges them. Which interesting. I think is very interesting. Like because you're saying that like you missed that structure, and it's like, yeah, that's n- nostalgia is for that certainty in your life of like, yes, yeah, certainty. Every day, I knew what was going to happen, even though that's not true. That's the glossy right. version we paint for ourselves. Yeah. Every day I knew <laughs> at 8.15, I would see my friend Tim. I would say, hello, Tim. Thanks for the meatloaf. And we would wave goodbye. I would walk to class and my teacher would give me a high five and say, you get an A. <laughs> that was every day. Wow. <laughs> it wow. was great. But so like we get anxiety about that. If we're getting nostalgic for shit like that, it's that subconsciously you're going like, I don't have I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> That's where panic yeah. attacks come from. It's just like your subconscious just suddenly going like, uh oh. <laughs> uh oh, nobody's giving us a high five. Ah, <laughs> Did I get an A? <laughs> People stopped giving me grades. Where's my uh, meatloaf? Where is my meatloaf? Where's Tim? <laughs> Hashtag, where is my meatloaf? <laughs> Hashtag, where's Tim? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just thought that was a, a very interesting thought. So you said that nostalgia brings you a lot of anxiety. Is that, do you feel like, like that is true of the things that you're nostalgic for? Is you feel that anxiety of, of the deeper meaning behind it? I think a lot here. I, okay, now I'm now I'm linking stuff together. But so I, I never finished my original. <laughs> when you asked the original question, I didn't answer it. <laughs> what I'm nostalgic <laughs> for? I was like, yeah, TV shows. But the the real thing is like uh, life moments in my life, and a lot of I I can already see that like improv is going to become a part of this. Uh, <laughs> but it was being in jazz band in high school being in a band 
uh, and uh, going to film school and making movies and pre-film school making movies with my friend Johnny. Like, it's all this, I'm nostalgic for the times when I was actually doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I had that structure a lot of the time, which, as we've talked before, like when my friend Johnny and I would make shit, it was never because I suggested it <laughs> i had that friend that was pushing me to go like yeah let's make something stupid and uh, we had fun so uh yeah i get a lot of ang- i get a lot of present anxiety going like jesus i'm lazy i'm very unmotivated i don't do any of those things uh, except play music i still play it but i never i don't i no longer have any form of structure with an expectation for me to perform you know yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, and I can definitely see improv becoming a, a rosy part of my past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I I think that it's going to work its way into my, uh, you know, rose-colored glasses as well. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I feel a nostalgia for the time that I was on the high school speech and debate uh, team. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you feel this way about, um, you know, music um, or, or some of these other things as much, but I get nostalgic for it, but also like, oh, if I could go back and do it again, yeah, I would annihilate the competition. <laughs> I'd be so good knowing what I know now. Yeah. If I were to go back and do some of these other things. And the same is probably true of improv. I've definitely yeah. wondered, like, you know, when it, when things open back up and shows start happening again. Yeah. Would it be fun to, you know, reach... We don't have to get the whole team or whatever, no, but yeah. to reach out to people and be like, let's just book a show. Don't practice. See <laughs> yeah. what happens. Yeah. Would it be fun... Because we all kind of know, we may be uh, extremely rusty on things. Oh, yeah. But we all know the basic, uh, quote-unquote, rules. Yeah. And would it be fun to us to just, you know, uh, essentially uh, fuck around and find out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> To quote the kids of today. <laughs> I, yeah, I've kind of wondered that too. Because I'm still, I mean, not to make this another improv <laughs> People love it. People, People love when it. we talk about indie <laughs> improv. Yes, especially specifics. <laughs> uh, but I do wonder... Like I mentioned on that previous episode, I realized like, oh, fuck, I'm having panic attacks when I'm doing improv. Would taking this long of a break, you know, we've had so much time to, like, think in quarantine and think about our lives and think about ourselves that, like, there's a part of me that feels like I think if I were to hop on stage, like, with a mashup team or whatever, I would be feeling more confident than I used to. But that might be a lie, and I might have the worst panic attack of my life and pass out. <laughs> See, I uh, almost feel the same way, but yeah. I don't think I could do a complete mashup team. I would have to know every single person. There. That helps for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
But yeah, maybe we should try it. Maybe we maybe. should. When when shows start happening again, let's just reach out to <laughs> whoever we want <laughs> and then submit to a bunch of shows and see if they'll let us perform. <laughs> yeah. Or just uh, maybe there are other people like us. Uh, we could yeah. uh, rent out moving arts and just be like, hey, <laughs> everybody, that you kind of... Only people are invited who've already kind of quit. (laughs) (laughs) If you think you're not particularly great, (laughs) it's been a few years. It's been. It's been uh, enough time to come improvise. And improvise. Uh, Hey, it's probably not going to happen, but it might. No, probably not. But yeah, but it might. Uh, before we, we get into some more of the, the movies and stuff, yeah, uh, I, I just today am experiencing a weird version of nostalgia that I hadn't thought about. And that's like <laughs> more short term nostalgia with normal nostalgia to it. But so, uh, when Carly and I live together, Carly has a very nice, Casio weighted key piano. Uh, you probably saw it at some point. Uh, I did. Hey, it's what uh, our theme song was played on. <laughs> Props to that piano. It lift, <laughs> It uh, carried its weight. <laughs> but obviously, so uh, we broke up. She moved out and has the piano. So I've just like not really had a piano for a long time, and have just been circling it over and over again like how i want to buy one but i want it to be nice enough i want it to have the weighted key feel i want it to be the full size you miss tickling those ivories i miss tickling those ivories uh tickle tickle gucci goo (laughs) so i had been pre-pandemic i had been to a guitar center just to mess around on some pianos electric pianos that were within my price range which i'm basically looking like under 500 if i can manage or at 500 and so i found one that i played it there and i was like my god i like the way this one feels better than the more expensive ones and this one's just like 450 dollars. it's perfect i love it (laughs) i'm going to buy it one day i didn't pandemic sets in I'm thinking about it more and more, but I'm like, well, I don't want to just order one. Also, pandemic, my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my salary had been docked at the moment. I'm like, well, not right now, so I keep putting it off. <clears throat> Fairly recently, things in LA have half started opening up again. Guitar yes. centers are open. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go check it out again and see if that piano's what I remembered it being. I tickled those ivories, tickle, 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 gucci goo. And it felt great. I was like, this is the piano. I'm going to get it. Not today, though. Another day. I left the store. (laughs) A month has passed. And I've got uh, roughly that much money to spare. And I looked it up on OfferUp. And I found a guy selling his, that exact model, Basically new out of box with a stand and a seat collectively for like uh, $200 cheaper than that would have been new. 
which is a pretty okay. fucking good deal. All yeah. right, sold. Yes, I am getting it. Save it for me. Here I go. I go. I get it. I bring it back. I set it up. I play that thing, and I'm like, this does not feel <laughs> at all like I remember it feeling. <laughs> I'm like, is shopper's nostalgia a thing? <laughs> Um, it feels so I, like it, it's not bad. I'm not gonna like retard it or get rid of it. I still like it. And I'm gonna play it, but it's just like it feels so much cheaper than it ever felt in store. Is that is that shoppers' nostalgia or I don't is that know. just buyer's remorse? Is that maybe the same thing? Maybe. Like, I don't know. I've uh, definitely had that with shirts before, where I'm like, <laughs> wow, I'm gonna look so good in this. And then, uh, like I, or or it's like, oh, this feels so soft. Yes. I can't wait to wear this. And then you wear it for the first time, and you're like, this is bad. That's me and bath towels every time. Oh yeah, bath yeah. towels are always so fucking soft in the store. The yes. second it's in my bathroom, it's sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Either it's sandpaper or it's shedding, like the whatever you call that. The like pill, it's pilling. There's <laughs> just yeah. shit comes off of it. I'm like. What the, uh, where are all the good towels in the world? Where have all the good towels gone? <laughs> and where's that nice piano? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. We're really broadening our musical horizons <laughs> on this podcast. You gotta. You don't want to get too nostalgic for that one type of music you always right. loved. Uh, but you, yeah, for, you did for memories <laughs> from cats. <laughs> I wonder, you know, I wonder if that was the first song that we sang on this podcast. Mm. It can't be, but I wonder if it was first song we sang. I know. Okay, did, so it's either got to be in episode one or the first half of episode two, <laughs> because I know for a fact in episode two we do. Um, uh, dance by uh, Justice. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I know for a fact we do the D A N C E. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, but I don't know if, if we sang another song uh, we... prior to that. I feel uh, I don't remember this, but I feel it because episode one was uh, making friends. Yes. We must have sang Why Can't We Be Friends at some point. <laughs> if we oh, didn't, maybe. I'm disappointed in us. <laughs> maybe. I'm not I'm not sure. Damn. Maybe we hadn't, you know, found that part of <laughs> Maybe we hadn't found <laughs> that we were comfortable doing that we yet. We hadn't hit our stride yet. Yeah. Uh you've you just went back and listened to all the episodes. I'm unwilling to listen to one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you mentioned music and like, I, I've, uh, I don't know, I, I, this is not an original thought, but like, it always feels like music is like the number one, like puts you in a place in time. The music that was on the radio at the time you were growing up is like that sticks to you for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and even stuff I hated at the time, genre, whole genres I didn't like. Sure. I there are still like God I I was yeah, yeah I mean everyone liked like I'm talking country music right now I, you know everybody liked uh, Shania Twain but like I was never into even Garth Brooks or anything like that and I hear 
Garth Brooks songs. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> it just makes me feel good. Because <laughs> I fucking heard that shit. Dixie Chicks? Goddamn, yeah. Uh, it just makes me feel good. Yeah, I don't know. Don't get me started on like Flowrider. <laughs> oh yeah, Flowrider. That's that's a that's a solid one for God sure. Damn. It, yeah, there's just some there's something to that, and I don't know what it is. Why just hearing music at a certain age is everything, but it's good shit. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like because I was never a fan of a lot of the music that they played at like the school dances, mm-hmm. right? But like. It's the same thing now where uh, sometimes I'm like, should I just real quick, like, you know, search Soldier Boy and <laughs> play yeah. it real quick? <laughs> like, do I need to get a quick refresher on Katy Perry's California Girls? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, speaking of. Uh, They're like, unforgettable. At that time, RIP DMX uh, just passed yes. away. But that was very, like,. Same. Not, I mean, those songs of his that were on uh, Cube at the time, the the hip hop station. It's just like, yeah, that, listen, re listening to those hits of his is like, goddamn. Just uh, I and and we talked in the past. Like, I only ever went to one dance, <laughs> right? And not only that, that dance was themed to Disney songs so it was like hell yeah entirely (laughs) songs from disney movies so i don't these are fake memories of (laughs) being at dances and hearing flow rider and shit like that Uh, it never happened (laughs) i've seen movies where people go to dances and the songs of the time are playing and those were the songs of the time that were probably playing at the dances i did not go to (laughs) I have so many questions about the Disney-themed dance. Hit me. <laughs> I'll, I'll come back with some nostalgia. I'm nostalgic for that night. <laughs> um, okay, well, so first, was it, like, was it a lot of the peppier songs, and then they pick one for the slow dance? Or is it just kind of like, here, here are all the hits. Here's just, like, the most popular Disney songs. Yeah, I mean, kind of both. But, yeah, like, here's all the the popular ones. But, uh, yeah, whoever put the playlist together, making it so it is, like, upbeat, 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 slow song. I'm trying to remember my uh, slow dance number. Because, you know, hey, we're, we're... we are young, <laughs> uh, and uh, scared, <laughs> and stupid, and uh, so at my only dance, it's like, you know, you we're dancing with the, the group of friends I felt comfortable with, <laughs> and my date, and uh, we only actually did one slow dance. Okay. Which, again, I think is like, maybe I picked that up from movies. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> but it's, slow I'm trying to think of what your options are. Because, okay, I mean, yeah. your options are like... It's tough. When you wish upon a star, <laughs> your options are... That's a terrible slow dance song. <laughs> uh, you know, Tale as Old as Time, uh, the That's Beauty and the Beast uh, yeah, theme. That's a good one. Um, maybe you could slow dance to a whole new world. 
Yeah. Um, can you feel the love tonight? That's Certainly. That's a good one. See, there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones. You haven't hit it yet, though. Uh, uh, Hellfire from A Track of Notre Dame. You got it. <laughs> and I was dressed uh, as a sexy hunchback. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. What else? What else? What else uh, could we possibly be slow dancing to? Kiss the girl. That's that's kind of uh, upbeat you're on, though. You're that's on the right track. You're on the right track. Part of your world. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I was say, you're on the right track, but no self-respecting high school would <laughs> play the song "Kiss the Girl." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at a high school dance. <laughs> Although they would play, you know, "Shoulda Got Low, Low." low. Oh or, yeah. Lick, lick, lick my lollipop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they don't know what uh, means. skeet, skeet. 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 I was just gonna uh. say <laughs> that was such a popular fucking song about cum. <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend was at a wedding um, not that long ago, and the one of like the younger people at the wedding like requested that song from the DJ, and everyone you know like thirty and younger is just screaming the lyrics, <laughs> and all of the older people are like, "Why? Why do they all know this song?" <sighs> to the window, to the wall, to the to wall. The sweat drips down my balls. <laughs> Oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, oh, skeet, skeet. Good shit. God damn. Did we just get nostalgic? I think it just happened. We've that's got one smiles that, like, on our faces. I will say that's one that in, dur- in the times I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> that's not one that, you know, I needed to age into. That yeah. was like, hey, this is a fun time. <laughs> I, I needed some time. I needed to age into it. I uh, I did not appreciate it at the time. Was that Lil John? <laughs> I think that's Lil John. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that. Uh, all right, we we gotta get into some of these. Speaking of Lil John, did you uh, have songs from Robin Hood in your dance? <laughs> you nice. dance to <laughs> Oodalally or whatever that rooster sings. Right, right, right. I was like, I can't remember any songs from that movie. Oh, we're in my wheelhouse right now. It's gonna be tough for you to f- force us out of here. I'm, I'm doing it because we're gonna Disney movies. Is, uh, I mean, we saw how uh, how uh, well I did with those Steven Spielberg pulls in the uh, game shows episode. Uh, movie trivia showdown. Take notice of me. Oh, you <laughs> were born an Amblin man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, I snapped you out of it. We're talking movies. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to talk about these because it sounds like you're very passionate about it. I've got I'm I, I'll start and then I'll because I'm not I'm not taking anybody down. You're gonna take some people down. It yeah, like. I think I will. I'm mentioning <laughs> names, but I'm not fully taking them down. Okay, I'm saying <laughs> people in roughly our age group, give or take, like your age to my age plus five or so. Okay. Um, they're, I don't know how to explain it. They're just so fucking nostalgic for the movies of their childhood. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. I love a lot of the movies from my childhood, but I'm realistic. I haven't seen most of them as an adult and I acknowledge, Hey, there's a chance. I just liked that. Cause I was a kid. 
There was yeah. just I just listened to a they did a how did this get made episode on a, a gnome named Norm, a gnome named Gnorm, which was <laughs> a movie that's fucking terrible. I'm realizing that me and my sisters loved. <laughs> we watched it a bunch. We rented it and thought it was so fucking great. And like listening to the plot of that movie, listening to clips of it, watching the trailer online, I'm like, good god, <laughs> that is terrible. Uh, so I'm. I'm not here to say any of these are that. I'm here to say these are not the greatest films of all time. <laughs> They're good. Yeah. I enjoy these movies. But they serve their purpose. They've they are means. enjoyable to the people they were made for at the time. They have not yes. in many cases held up if you go back and rewatch them now at your same age and be like, you know what? I loved the first Space Jam. Right. Because that's the big one in my age. And totally. then, like, out, uh, maybe two years on either side, yeah. right? That Space Jam's like the big one that everybody's super nostalgic for. And it does not <laughs> hold up. That being said, <clears throat> it just dropped the trailer for Space Jam 2. That's right. Jamalam, as <laughs> we've called it. Um, and that trailer, I was like, I'm on board. Yeah. This looks so fun. I still, I still haven't watched it. You told me it looked good. I'm like, I, I saw it all in my head. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it I, looks. I could see it being good. It looks fun in like the most batshit way possible Great. like there's no way this could work but in a trailer it looks pretty fun <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's just all down to the like the perspective of the writers themselves if they are too nostalgic for space jam yeah and they want to be too true to form hey you're you might fall on your faces but if you're willing to just you're just fucking around you're just having some fun you're being goofy don't be too serious Space Jam. Space Jam. Jam a lamp. Um, see, I, I, I can't. I don't even want to say these because I think even you're going to be mad at me. <laughs> we'll see. I'm just saying. These, I'm skeptical about that opinion that you shared, but we'll see. These three movies have become memes. Uh, okay, I'm going to be mad about one of them. Memes, <laughs> t-shirts. Things people say for no fucking reason out of context. Uh, okay. Constantly. Okay. I'm talking. Hit me. Hook? Never seen it. Really? I'm talking yeah. The Sandlot? Uh, it's fine. And I'm talking Goonies. Okay, I thought for sure you were going to say Shrek, and I was like, no. I stand, I stand by Shrek. I stand Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another one. I've not seen Shrek since it came out, basically. So I don't fucking I want, know. It might be I, terrible. I watched it a couple, uh, maybe a year ago, because yeah. I was trying to write like an animated fairy tale screenplay, and Shrek holds up. Uh, <laughs> Shrek I, holds up for sure. Uh, I believe it. The one thing I have seen is I've looked back. I've just looked up like a trailer or a clip from the original movie, and the animation does not look as good as <laughs> I remembered. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> It's That's even so, true of like the first Toy Story. Like it's so weird looking back at shit like before. Again, I guess this is nostalgia in a sense, but like 
I I guess it's just like we see like the PS5 came out and we could see what video games look like now. It looks insane. And your memory just fills in the blanks in the past and goes like, yeah, that's what that looked like. I just rewatched The Matrix. That's not what that looks like. (laughs) Yeah, I had a friend in high school who just was so nostalgic all the time for the 90s. Yes. And this was in like... (laughs) <laughs> from 2008 <98. laughs> to 2011 mm-hmm. he was like the 90s were were where it's at he was hella nostalgic for space jam and he was very nostalgic for the ps1 the original okay. playstation yeah and he saved up a bunch of money and then he bought one and then bought the games and stuff and we were all just kind of like but graphics have evolved things are so better much now. like things are better things are better now <laughs> <laughs> but i get that and the way you explained it is exactly that's how nostalgia fucking works is it's there's so much context into why you have nostalgia for these things because with me talking specifically video game systems which i do want to do a video game episode at some point uh maybe soon who knows uh but that was me with the nintendo 64 that was the first that was the first like big thing i (laughs) i bought quote unquote but like right you know whatever i did chores (laughs) to earn money (laughs) i was like i have a job (laughs) uh but i bought it and it cost 64 dollars which always blew my mind it came to 64 dollars even i'm like god damn this is meant to be (laughs) but because of that because i i my hard-earned money went to it there's context to the nintendo 64 that other people don't share (laughs) yeah and so i've got a completely different passion for that system than other people might even if they're equally as passionate they might be passionate for completely different reasons Uh, but you were you don't think about that shit if if I if we weren't having this conversation in this way, I could absolutely flippantly just go like, yeah, the Nintendo 64 was probably my favorite gaming system ever. Like, all my favorite games were on it. And I could be serious. And that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's my PS4. <laughs> it fucking rules. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I, I don't know. Shit's weird. Anyways, so I, out of those, I'm like, uh, The Goonies is... The Goonies is the only one that I'm going to say, like, absolutely, I do think right now, The Goonies is a fucking great movie. I I think it's, like, kind of a perfect children's movie. But, again, it's a children's movie. (laughs) Right. I don't know why, uh, and not to say that I don't have my kids' movies that I do still enjoy watching. Obviously, having Pixar come of age (laughs) at the same time I was coming of age. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Toy Story holds a very strong place in my heart. But, like... I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Hook. Hook's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I think that it's a. I made this as a scale. Hook to the Sandlot to the Goonies. Goonies is fucking great, but it's not the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, the Hook is not very good, <laughs> but it has Robin Williams it. in it, right? And an uh, insane fucking performance from Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook. Uh. It's a lot. Um, yeah, that's interesting because I, I mean, I uh, have never seen Hook. I rewatched The Goonies maybe a year ago, but I never like I was never in love with that movie. Yeah, it was just like 
this is fine. Well, that's another, I mean, not to interrupt you, but that's another thing just with kids' movies in general. It's like, if you didn't see it when you were a kid, totally. there's no chance you're going to like it as much as someone who watched it when they were a kid. Right. Yeah. Um, and then The Sandlot also, like, because I'm not a big baseball guy. Yeah. Like you're, not, you're not Mr. Met? <laughs> I'm not Mr. Met. Just a big baseball guy. Um, <laughs> I'm I I just like the scene with the uh, where the nerdy guy uh kisses the hot lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow in that universe they like end up getting married and pop out a ton of children. <laughs> the most insane epilogue to a movie I've ever seen. Uh, uh, hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> I ended up marrying this young child who forced himself on me. And we had a bunch of children. These are uh, these are what we, we hoped for <laughs> at the yeah. time. In the, in Spent the a lot of time at community pool. <laughs> Any other uh, takedowns you wanted to impart? No, I mean, I think that... Um, because I think that it really, it's all going to be the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's all just going to be, hey, um, this isn't that good. Like, True. I'm happy you like, it's, it's, I'm fine with, you know, somebody being like, my favorite movie when I was a kid was Space Jam. Absolutely. Hey, flawless sentence. Yeah. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's when you're like, one of the best movies from the 90s. Was Space Jam? It's like, yeah. Oops. Oops. We 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 mixed up those those facts and opinions. There were there were a lot of movies that came out over that ten year period, <laughs> and I think even you would probably agree if you looked at a list. Yeah. Yep. You're like, you know what? These hundred movies are better than Space Jam. <laughs> Off the top of your head, what do you think is the best movie of the 1990s? Uh, depends what part of me you're asking. My immediate answer what I'm asking your patchy arm. (laughs) (laughs) My patchy arm? Oh, you know he loves Patch Adams. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, my immediate... I know you don't agree with this one. My immediate reaction is Goodfellas. Uh, You're right. I don't agree with that. I know you don't, but I I under I understand <laughs> the choice, mm-hmm. but I don't agree with it. Yeah, I respect your opinion, <laughs> but I disagree with it. This is good. This is good. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> you, my gut instinct is Jurassic Park. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a good it time. might not even be my favorite, but I think I would declare it the best (laughs) without seeing a list of any movies that's just what my gut instinct tells me yeah but then i also got all those coen brothers movies like a fargo and big lebowski god damn sure so many better movies than space jam (laughs) 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 even hey I'll, i'll throw in a nostalgia pick for me even going like kids movies from around that time the lion king it's a goofy lion king, movie lion king whoops ass <laughs> a oh, goofy yeah. movie whips ass it's one of the greatest <laughs> musicals of all time oh yeah uh, i'll be honest i love I've, that movie every couple of years i go back and i re-listen to those two power line oh, songs yeah. from that movie those songs They're are so good great 
Ugh, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, hey, that's, uh, we've all got it. Even uh, me, I'm, I'm complaining about people being nostalgic about movies they're nostalgic about. I'm nostalgic about shit, too. Uh, so I'm just complaining about nothing. <laughs> just eating my own tail. Before we completely, uh, get off this nostalgia train, uh, I do, we've only brought it up once. We've never actually discussed, we were talking about it before we started recording. Uh, we've never, on mic, discussed Saturday Night Live, the king of people with wacky nostalgia thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah, cast when sure. I was growing up was the best cast ever. And it feels true to everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels absolutely true to everyone. It does feel true to me. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's How not dare true. You? <laughs> it's never true. Uh, just go back. It, here's the thing. <laughs> Any season of SNL. Go back and actually watch a full episode. Oh, totally. Yes. And see I'm glad how you that bring this up. feels. Because yes. it feels bad. <laughs> you yes. might get one or two good sketches, but there are going to be some very bad sketches in every episode. Uh, and that was a bummer to find out when uh, I forget what one of the. what is, uh, Hulu has all of SNL, right? Um, I think so. I think, they might be. I think they They might do. be migrating to Peacock because that of, would make it's sense. NBC. Uh, I know now you can still watch the the previous night's episodes on Hulu, though. We'll see how long. I really don't want to pay for more well, <laughs> streaming services. I mean, they do um, upload like every sketch to YouTube, right? So that's how I watch it. That's true. I, I would always just like watching the episodes. Yeah, uh, but. So, yeah, like me growing up, I, I mean, I I could say that uh, there's two areas, but like the the Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, Fred Armisen. Hell yeah. Uh, that year, those years were fucking incredible. But like I grew up watching the, the Will Ferrell, Sherry O'Terry, uh what maybe end of end of tim meadows like that sure, kind yeah, of time yeah. period and man yeah going back and like actually watching an episode and it's like peak will ferrell this is will ferrell hitting his best shit <laughs> and it's like fuck man this is not great <laughs> yeah and i you just you have you just remember the best sketches especially you do. now because, like, in us growing up, we grew up through that time of of YouTube coming to be a thing where we hit that point where it's like, we can just remember the best sketches because we can watch them. And why would anyone look back and watch this shitty sketch no one liked? Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen the best of Will Ferrell. And I was like, yeah, those 20 sketches we picked were plucked from 300 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> It's also like, and I, I'm, this is not going to be an original thought at all. It's sure. but like there are sketches where you're like, oh, it's funny that uh, Jimmy Fallon broke character because it's right. so funny. It's <laughs> funny in this one isolated sketch, but yeah. when it's every sketch every week, you're like, holy shit! Yeah, there, pull yeah, yourself together. Yeah, there, there was a difference there between Jimmy, like Jimmy Fallon and Bill Hader is a good example. Like Bill Hader, it was very clear that he was doing everything he could <laughs> to not break character. Yeah. As Stefan or in any, uh, there were a couple other sketches he had a hard time holding yeah, it together. Yeah, the but, Californians. 
Yes. <laughs> and it was always very endearing. Uh, and that's how Jimmy Fallon started, where it's like, God damn, this is so fucking funny. And then it was just like, every week. Every week. And now you see him as a talk show host, and it's like, the guy's laughing the entire fucking thing. He's <laughs> hitting the desk. It's like, this is all he does. <laughs> this is what he's got. He's, he does uh, musical impressions, and he chortles. <laughs> uh, I do not have nostalgia for Jimmy Fallon. I'm, I'm sorry. You were... Eventually, you were in that cast as I was growing up, but uh, never my fave, bro. Yeah, the cast that I uh, watched growing up was that Fred Armisen, Bill Hader, yeah. Samberg, Sudeikis, Wig, oh, uh, yeah. Moynihan. Um, Moynihan. Yeah, yeah so I, absolutely. Stellar cast. And every single uh, thing that Saturday Night Live posts on social media every you can go into the comments on any post <laughs> and you'll see just a ton of people be like this isn't this isn't as funny as when i watched the show growing up yeah every single post been the same that. since dana carvey was on yeah the show hasn't was only good that one year billy crystal was on. right totally <laughs> the show hasn't been good since the original cast left or since yes. chevy chase left. like it's all good but like it also all sucks <laughs> It's probably my favorite show of all time. Yeah, <laughs> just because I've watched it my whole fucking life. I I love the the religion of it. I love the week. Yeah, yeah. Like who's uh, the conversations we have? Who's gonna be on? Who's oh that sketch was good. That sketch sucked. It's just very fun. But like you've got to be realistic. Even like you can watch uh, watch that that first season of SNL. Like yeah, there are some classic sketches. But g- g- fucking Christ, some of it is real some, slow. Some of it. <laughs> almost unwatchable <laughs> yeah it's it's tough uh so yeah you is know. saturday night live an episode i mean yeah maybe maybe an amuse bouche i think we could talk about it a plenty <laughs> yeah uh, not that we haven't in this episode and outside this episode i think we've already talked it to death but it seems to be the topic neither of us tires of. <laughs> that's true uh always fun should we do should we do an episode titled religion and then exclusively talk about saturday night live <laughs> <laughs> just see who clicks on it and is outraged oh that's pretty funny i like it i like that a lot might uh, happen yeah it might keep you keep your eyes peeled <laughs> you take off these rose-colored shades yeah what have we learned i think i think that what you um uh the stuffed man told from us. the stuffed man was uh was interesting it's a it's a thought I'm always working towards breaking down why the fuck am I so anxious all the time? <laughs> and any anything like that always just feels like a little breakthrough of like, oh, okay, I can work towards that. I can work towards not thinking that way and comparing my current situation to me when I was 15 and an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, tragically, we did not learn why that uh, blog is called The Stuffed Man. I, we may never, but listeners, if you want to do a deeper dive, if you want to yeah. figure it out, if you want to dox man, him, if you want to reach out, we yeah. would love to have you on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, um, I wonder, my first instinct hmm. is... That it's the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man <laughs> from Ghostbusters, and my second instinct is that it started out as a food blog Mm. 
That would make sense. And then it became about d- depression. Yeah. Not unlike how this podcast <laughs> started out as one thing and then became about depression. Yeah, I don't know. How far can I scroll back? It's just, it's all poetry. Uh, speaking of things that the listeners can scroll back on, hey, oh. it's all our past episodes, <laughs> which you can find on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Amazon Music, anywhere that you get your podcasts. You can follow us on any of these platforms. You can uh, uh, rate us. You can leave a review. You can let us know... Um, if there are other topics you want us to talk about, let us know things that uh, you are nostalgic for or that you find other people in your uh, peer group to be nostalgic for that uh, that you don't understand why they feel that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to us, please. And please. you can do it in, uh, in so many different places. Oh, yes. You can do uh, email us. Uh, you can email us at howdowehumanpod at gmail.com. You gotta got that. Got, got, got. <laughs> I switched up the order on you. Gotta you keep did. You on I your got toes. Uh, you could also uh, follow us on Twitter at howdowehumanpod. Uh, we tweet those tweets. This is hard. I'm <laughs> doing a couple things at once. <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook. At How Do We Human? Oh, you gotta got that handle. <laughs> and you can follow us on Instagram at How Do We Human. We got that handle. <laughs> Evan, have you discovered any more information on the stuffed man? Uh, I'm hesitant to. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is he stuffed full of QAnon theories? No. Okay. Um, I just I I made it back to his first post. It's no more clear now than it was then but i like him less <laughs> read it it's it's a lot who is the stuffed man the stuffed man is you and i he is an enigmatic and ethereal being more concept than reality he is the dark underside of the gilded modern era but he is always a gentleman okay, uh, need i, need I, I go it. on <laughs> no i get it now i get it it's uh the it's opposite it's the opposite of slender man <laughs> the stuffed man oh that's okay a dark ethereal <laughs> being wow evan yeah do you have anything else you'd like to plug kind of yeah i i know i've i've started a lot of businesses myself uh i'm, I'm taking a step back at the moment to uh I'm, I'm kind of just working with others, you know, lifting other people up. I uh, got some connections okay, to some great. very exciting people. Nice. Uh, hawking their products. And uh, so I'm just uh, getting the word out left and right wherever I can. Uh, I'm uh, currently working alongside uh, Laura Dern. You might uh, yeah, you heard. You heard? <laughs> you heard? Uh, those big little lies? Yeah. That's her. Those marriage she's, stories. She's the big little liar. <laughs> and she's uh, she's a marriage story unto herself. Uh, we love Laura Dern. And Laura Dern is hawking Lorna Dunes. 
<laughs> uh, I'm not sure if you've uh, had the delightful little shortbread cookies, Lorna Dune cookies. Uh, I have, yes. L- Laura Dern's Lorna Dunes uh, are coming. Uh, they're basically just Lorna Dunes shaped like Laura Dern. Uh, Love it. Uh, which is uh, a win, win, win. You know, uh, you can't go wrong with Laura Dern's Lorna Dunes. Uh, look for them on the shelves. Look for the package that says Lorana Dorn. Uh, and that's them. Okay. Why can't the package just say Laura Dern's Lorna Dunes? Because that sounds better. I told you I, this is not my business. I'm publicizing someone else's. I see. I, uh, this feels like a too many cooks in the kitchen sort of situation where they landed on just mushing the words together and taking something that sounded good and turning it into Lorana Dorn. <laughs> That's tragic. <laughs> uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for those. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, LoranaDorn.com. Uh, get some. What you got going on? Uh, Laura Dorn in, in Jurassic Park. The That's movie true. I said was so good in the 90s uh you know in the last episode i mentioned how i'm always after the cushy jobs Mm. host of jeopardy host of the bachelor true and now i have a new job i am looking to (sighs) obtain damn and it's outside the realm of entertainment because i wasn't making much progress there Wow. But it's still in the city of Los Angeles. Hell yeah. I have found the cushiest job. And it's in construction. Not the construction worker, but the person who plans when the streets uh, get repaved. Whoever this person is, has the cushiest job <laughs> of choosing busy times and inconvenience. It's so easy to inconvenience people. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I can shut down lanes for no reason. Oh, you need to normally turn here to get to your apartment? Not anymore. Not today. Not today. Because me, some guy sitting at a desk somewhere, said so. And if it's a project that, uh, you know, I tell you is only going to take a couple days, I'll make sure it goes longer. Please do. Um, if there are roads that need to be repaved, I will not do them, but instead Ooh. will do the same roads over and over again, having my crews rip them up, place metal plates down, and then repave them, and then rip them up later, and put metal plates down and repave them over and over and over again. We got those detours. <laughs> yeah, uh, so please um, uh, let me uh, be in charge of construction in Los Angeles. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I, uh, I That is currently me, but... Uh, I'll pass it on. Hey, uh, I see no reason that we can't split this workload and make it even cushier. I'm just saying I've got high hopes for Lorana Dorns. <laughs> oh, okay. You want to so, put all your eggs in that basket? Oh, fuck yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.